Hello and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 32. John and Wendy talk to Chris Orozco. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How are you tonight, John? I am very well. I'm very well. I'm excited about tonight's guest. Uh, yes. wanted to take a minute, though. We had spoken briefly prior to Gemma's episode about the international contingent and listener base, and I'm excited to say it's continuing to expand, and <laughs> wanted to take a couple minutes just to, to recognize uh, countries, because we can't figure out quite who the listeners are unless you reach out to us, which we hope you'll do. But, Wendy, I'm hoping you can talk a little bit about the list of uh, new countries that are on the board and where we are. Yeah, you know, it's it's amazing how uh, how quickly that list keeps growing, quite honestly. I, I get excited about it, love seeing it grow, love getting those uh, texts from you about <laughs> where we are today. But we want to really welcome our listeners in Costa Rica, the Kingdom of Lesotho, Antigua and Barbuda, Colombia and Iceland, which is very cool. I mean, we're it's not even like a specific area of the world that we're hitting. It's all over. So I that's just phenomenal to me. Um, so I, I believe that uh, when we did that, I think that takes us up to 41 countries that we're heard in. I think that's right. It, it's exciting. We've actually started a map. Wendy found a great tool online that we're able to use to show people where you know where the listeners have are and where they've been, where the shows have been downloaded, and we can't thank the international listeners again enough. Uh, you all are amazing. We are so glad that you're yes. finding something in our show that is helpful to you. And <laughs> I will throw it out again: if you are interested in ever taking part in the show, contact us, or we'll do the contact information at the end. But please reach out to us and let us know you're listening and that you'd like to take part because we would love to talk to you. Definitely, definitely. Please, please let us know. Well, enough, enough about the international listeners because they'll get recognized <laughs> again down the road, I'm sure. I have yes. to say, Wendy, I think the guest we have tonight, I told you before we started recording, I think that this is the first person that I've talked to offline about how they got into this. So looking forward to actually put it to tape, but I, I was really great just realizing, I said, I think this is the first person I've really had that conversation with. So without further <laughs> ado, Wendy, I'll let you make the introduction and we'll get started. Sure. So excited to welcome Chris to our show tonight. Second shortest bio, I'm pretty sure. And so, you know, <laughs> I, I'm going to put the challenge out to, to our other future guests that, you know, Short and succinct, that's what we're looking for. So shorter the better. Chris is a proud daddy, a nerdy guy, on a mission to help redefine HR and empower people to become leaders through service to others. Chris, welcome to the show tonight. And our first <laughs> question, you. as always, is what's in your glass? Yes, ma'am. I have in front of me uh, ice-cold Sierra Nevada Summerfest. And I got to tell you guys, it is fantastic. Yum. I might pour another one before we're done. It's... <laughs> <laughs> It is, it is good. Awesome. We don't have a two-drink minimum at the social hour, but we'll no. accept that. That is no problem at all. No problem uh, at all. Thank you guys so much for having me. Hello to everybody out there listening. Uh, Wendy and John, I was telling them a little bit before we started, uh, congratulations, you guys, on the international growth. Everything that you guys are doing with this podcast, with the chat, I really admire it, respect it, to learn from you guys. It's, uh, I love seeing good people doing good things, and so uh, hats off to you guys, honestly. Thank you, Chris. And Thank checks you, in the Chris. mail. 
checks in the mail. <laughs> I, I, Where's I, my sponsorship? Yes. Yeah, there you go. I, I, I alluded to, I alluded to this a little bit, Chris, uh, that we've we've had a chance to talk about your background, but for the listeners, how did, exactly did you get started in human resources? Back in uh, 2006, with the, the company that I, I still work with, I've been there this year is uh, 19 years, the HR manager position opened up. And at that time, I was the executive assistant to the general manager, to the to the chief executive. And so uh, the position opened up. They were doing a search for – and at that time, there was a, a senior HR uh, official as the, as the head of HR in this position would report to – to that individual. And so they were coming up with names, looking at folks that, that could, you know, do this job, recruit some folks. And he and I went to lunch to meet with somebody at a local cafe one day and we were leaving and getting in his big, he had a big F-250 truck. And I remember clearly like it was yesterday, just climbing in his truck in the passenger seat and he's, he's climbing in too. And he says, Hey, you know, another name came up for the HR manager job. And I, I get my little notepad out. Cause I just had note, uh, you know, take notes when I, wherever I went with him and, and uh, I said, oh, well, yeah, I'm really – okay, who is it? I'll, I'll write the name down and get in touch with him. And he says, you. And I was just flabbergasted, and, and, and I started stuttering and got real nervous in the truck. I was like, well, well, well what do you mean, me? I, I don't know anything about HR. And, and um, he said, I think you could do the, I think you could do it, man. And he's like, let's sit down tomorrow and talk a little bit about it. And uh, you know, he was so gracious, and, and he's still an incredible mentor for me. And he sat down with me and just, you know, I, I, you care about people. You, you want to see – people treated right here. You, you, you have it down for what an HR person should be. You'll learn all the, the labor laws and all that stuff. You're, you know, you can get all that stuff down. He said, but you really care about people and that's what we need over there. And I said, well, that's really interesting. So I applied for it. Uh, I did not get the job the first time, but eventually it worked out where I was offered the position. Gosh, was it 12 years later? It was November of 2006 almost. So um, I'm still there. That is awesome. I, I love those stories. Rags to riches or something like that. <laughs> Rags to HR, cool. admin to HR. To- <laughs> <laughs> it, it was good. And, and uh, you know, I'm still learning. And, I, and I, I can't say, you know, that when I started, I, I knew what HR was. I did not. But I think that was a, a good thing that, you know, I went in without any preconceived notions of what HR should be. Sure. And just with an open mind of, well, what if we tried this or tried this? And uh, I think that was an advantage, too. But there's definitely been a lot of learning in the last 12 years and, and certainly still learning to this day. So but it's been an incredible journey and it's such a rewarding field for people to get into. I encourage anybody that's listening uh, that's either in the field or maybe thinking about joining the field. You won't regret it. It really is purposeful work. I think it's great that you worked for someone who uh, not only could see that in you, but took the time to promote you and encourage you to do something like that. You know, a lot of times we hear about supervisors or managers that hang on to good people jealously and don't want to share the wealth. So kudos to your boss, if he's still there. Um, if he is, not, yeah. He, <laughs> hopefully he'll be listening. <laughs> so Chris, you've grown up in your organization, moved into yeah, HR. Yeah. So this kind of just goes along. What advice would you give to someone that might be interested in or is presented a similar opportunity like you were to move into an HR role? Uh, go for it. Uh, be relentless <laughs> about it. Absolutely. And even if uh, I was scared, honest to God, I was terrified, especially not really knowing the job. But, you know, oftentimes fear is just an illusion. You know, remember the purpose of why you're doing it. So that's what I would encourage anybody that's going into a job uh, that's new. 
go for it, but I would I would throw in there, understand why you're doing it. It's easy to say, hey, I'm going to make more money and I get to do this and do that and everything sounds great to be a boss and sit in a chair and all this stuff. But there's a lot of responsibility that goes along with these jobs. I remember back, I was really young. I was like 19 and another figure that was a really impactful person for me. Her name was Pat. She was our old CFO. I was spouting off one day, you know, young, immature Chris just saying, hey, one day I'm going to be a boss and I'm going to sit in an office and we're going to do this and do all this good stuff and everybody's going to do what I say. And she said, be careful what you wish for, because I do think that you're going to be in a leadership <laughs> position one day and, you know, you you don't quite understand what you're going to have to be doing. There's a lot. Of <laughs> it's almost like the great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Ben chat that he gives with Spider-Man. And I. <laughs> And at the time, I didn't really understand what she meant. She's, you know, just be careful what you wish for, you know, and because it, uh, it's much more different than you think. So that's a big thing that I would encourage anybody that's getting into HR or any field, regardless of the nature of the field, is just just remember why you're doing it. And if you're doing it for the right reasons, I've seen that everything has a way to to fall into place, especially if if you're really a, a good person and, and want to do good work on behalf of others. I think ever, not to say that's not going to be stumbles and challenges. And certainly I stumble all the time still, but everything does have a way of falling into place when you remember why you're doing something and doing it for, for uh, good reasons. That is true. Chris, your blog's titled create life and leadership by design. How did you come up with that title and what's the response been to the blog? It's been good. Uh, I'm really grateful for the folks that take time to read that stuff. That I was, again, really nervous about launching that because you know, by nature, I'm a pretty private person. And I and I hadn't been really public with a Twitter or Instagram or anything like that where I was kind of putting myself out there you know, to the public and especially writing something. And, and once you put it out there, it kind of belongs to the world. And that's kind of a scary thing. But when I was coming up with, with the blog, I I knew I didn't want HR to be in the title just because I'm not a big fan of the, the human resources moniker just in general. I don't like the resources part. I really don't think that that's what it's going to be called in the future. No different like from we went from personnel to HR to uh, you know, I'm not sure what it's going to you know be called in the future, but I wanted to to be built for the future. So I knew I didn't want HR in the title and I knew it wanted, I wanted it to be something that was bigger than me. So I didn't want my name in it really. And something that just resonated with me for a while was just the, the concept of create and just everything that goes along with that. I just love the potential that really goes along with that term, you know, creating success, creating opportunity, creating meaning. I mean, there's just, it's so open-ended and there's so much potential there. So and I wanted the blog to be about just as much about as HR as, as it is about leadership, because I think that they have to go hand in hand if we're going to be doing good HR. And so I think a great employee experience kind of happens at that intersection of great leadership and great HR. So I create just felt right. And the life and leadership by design is just basic. That's the tagline basically about being intentional about what you're doing when you're creating something. And I just loved reading stories about people that created something that just was everlasting and then, and then kept going and going. Like I mentioned at the beginning of this, I mean, I, I really just love how you guys started this podcast and it's taking off and you believe in it and, and you're creating something really good that, that helps others. I just love, so that's where create came from. You sound like you've been like just absorbing everything Jennifer McClure is putting out right now. You, you've got your brand down, Chris. I love it. She's um, fantastic too, by the way. I, oh I oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> but we're, she's fans. Just, she's, we're big fans. You're succinct. Got 
everything you've planned it out and I'm very impressed. I, I feel like sometimes I'm throwing stuff up and seeing what sticks to the walls. Um, Good so, here. Absolutely. But... <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> well, you know, and I get like, not everybody loves the stuff that I write. I admit like that sometimes that might hurt, you know, it's like, I want everybody to like the content that I'm putting out there. But going into that, I, I understood that it's, you know, not everybody's going to dig everything that I put out. But, you know, as content creators, really the only thing that you can do is believe in your work, right? And, again, that goes back to remembering why you're doing it. So everything that I've written, I've really believed in. I don't want to – I don't blog too often. I'm, I'm maybe – I think I've published maybe eight or ten blogs. Uh, you know, I, I don't do it too, too frequently, but generally when I feel passionate about something. And uh, so really all you can do when you're creating content is believe in your vision. And really that's all you should do. And so yeah. it's been an interesting journey. The Sherm blogger thing, joining with you guys on the team for Sherm, I was blown away when I got that email invite. I couldn't believe it because I really hadn't been blogging that long. But, it, you know, it kind of it, it really made me feel good that believe that I was doing this for the right reasons. I, I want to help people out there as simple as that sounds, but that's it. And so, you know, I, I just want to keep doing that. And so you guys will probably see some changes with the create stuff. I've been trying to play the long game on this with the create brand. And uh, you'll see the next uh, evolutionary step of that probably in the next couple months of where I'm going to head with the create stuff. Where do you envision taking your career, your writing in the next five years? I want to do more of it, definitely. I, I love what I'm doing. I love the company that I've been with. Again, I've been with them since I was 18 years old. But the possibility that I could maybe help people on a larger scale is something I don't know how to say no to. I'd like to continue writing. You know, I've done a few magazine articles now, which I'm, I just sent one off to going to be published in the fall. And this is stuff that I never would have thought I would be doing, but I'd love to do more of it and add my voice out there. You know, we see all the stuff about how work is changing. There's still companies out there that where people are suffering at their work and, and how they're treated and everything. And if I can be a small part of that to help solve that and make work a better place, then, then I, you know, count me in along with you guys and, and everybody else that's out there and passionate about doing that. So I'd love to do more writing. Uh, I'll be speaking at a conference in November in Las Vegas. So I'd love to do more of that. The consulting industry, the HR consulting industry is is really, really interesting to me. That's appealing to me. So uh, that might have something to do with what I was mentioning about the next evolutionary step of the create brand. That might have something to do with it too in the next couple months. But basically as, as many lives as I can help touch and be a part of this larger conversation with everybody that's out there, doing this work every day and just really I, I wrote a blog last week and, and published it and I mentioned that in my opinion the true purpose of HR is improving quality of life and not just inside work but also outside as well as much as I can do that for a lot of folks then sign me up that's definitely interesting to me and we'll, we'll see what happens but I'm going to work to be intentional about designing something really cool I just want a platform that will help reach as many people as possible well, Chris, now it is time for everyone's favorite part of our show, <laughs> the half hour question connection. And our first question is, do you remember how you first connected with us? You know, I think I connected with you guys pretty early on. Uh, I started my Twitter 2016. I, I don't remember exactly when, but I think I connected with you guys pretty early on. And I, I liked part of my apprehension about it was, I, you know, when I launched it, I thought, well, I'm just going to write a bunch of professional stuff and share professional articles. And then I thought, man, this is real. I wasn't having fun. I said, like, this is really boring. I'm not enjoying <laughs> you know. 
I'm not enjoying this at all. And if I'm not enjoying it, there's really no reason to keep doing this. The purpose is not there for me. But I saw folks like you guys, and I said, Wendy, and I thought it was fun how you would talk about wine and not really be afraid to just show who you were. And I thought, this is great. I love her. And then I, John <laughs> is my brother in all things geeky, and he's not afraid to talk about it. And he's got his podcast, uh, Star Joe's. Can I throw a shout out there for Star Joe's? Absolutely. Too. Of course. And I just thought, this is good. People should be themselves in here. Because I thought, you know, is anybody, if I publish a blog and they look at my, Twitter profile. I'm talking about video games, and I'm talking. I'm a 37 year old man, and I got collectibles in my office. And is this real? Am I going to be taken seriously? But I thought, you know, that feels right to me. That authenticity to put myself out there like that. Can I, I, I'm pretty sure I connected with you two pretty early on when I when I joined Twitter. I'm really grateful to have gotten to know you guys and and met you guys in real life back in Chicago. That was awesome. It was great to hang out with you. Good. The the, the mixers were fantastic. Yes. Chris, how has networking helped you in your career, and what's been really effective for you when it comes to networking? I'm pretty much an introvert. It's it net, Networking to me does not come naturally. I, I have to really get in the zone and, and prep myself for it. And after big networking events, I, I tend to find myself exhausted. So really just focus on on connecting with people um don't be afraid you know for, for me personally not you know don't be embarrassed don't don't be shy there's there's really going to be no growth if you just keep to yourself and so the best advice i can give to anybody is when you walk into a room just you know let your guard down be yourself and everything will work out and it's it's worked out really well for me the social media stuff has been fantastic. I know, um, so I'm on Twitter and uh, Instagram, and I, I, I probably haven't been too active on Twitter lately as, as much as I had been before, but I the connections that you can make on there, you really get to feel like you know people. Like when I went to Chicago and, and I saw you guys um, and others that I, you know, talked with over or Twitter, it, it was like I just, I had already known you guys for a long time. And to be able to have that feeling just, over digital interactions is really an incredible thing. And that goes back to, again, that authenticity that I love connecting with people that show who they are. They talk about their families. They talk about their interests, all this good stuff. And then they throw in some HR stuff there and leadership stuff too. Um, but I found that the people I've had the strongest connection with are the folks that, you know, aren't afraid to talk about their own lives and their families and, and their interests and stuff. And I just I always find that interesting. So, Online networking has been incredible. It's opened up a lot of possibility for me. And this is coming from someone, like I said before, that was really apprehensive about doing that kind of stuff. But get over those blocks. Uh, and so I encourage anybody, if you're apprehensive about networking, social media, get over those roadblocks. You know, remember your purpose and, and get out there and, and, and meet people because, uh, you know, it's just, only good can come from it. That is true. That is true. Who do you read and follow for HR Insights? Uh, there's a lot. We mentioned Jennifer McClure. I love her stuff. You know, Eric Barker, I don't know if you guys know him. He wrote the the book Barking Up the Wrong Tree. Uh, that was a really good book. Uh, Daniel Pink, I like his stuff on on Twitter. But um, reading everybody's blogs, you know, I I don't want to ever get too lost in just following, you know, the, the famous people that already have their names out there. They're, they're established. I really, any time that I get a chance to go online and, and look at blogs, I try to share as much as I can if I see something and promote that and retweet it or, or however you share it on whichever medium it is. Because some of the best insights I've read are from people just like us, you know, and so whatever we can do to help get each other's voice out there and amplify that, I think, you know, the more the better. 
there's so many great the Sherm blogger team if you look at them a lot of great folks i didn't get to meet every single one of uh on the team but um it was awesome just seeing you know that they're good people and they're doing this for the right reasons and they're getting recognized and be given a platform to continue to get their voice out there and i just think that's incredible chris you talked a little bit about with the blog and some things you're trying to do as far as giving back can you talk a little bit more about how you enjoy giving back to the hr community maybe in other ways I've had a really good opportunity for myself now to mentor others, you know, and so just passing what you've learned along to others and and helping them grow, I think, is one of the best ways that we can give back. So I um, have a coworker and she came up to see me uh, a couple of weeks ago and she said, hey, she said, hey, I have my first speaking gig at a conference and I know you've done a couple of them already. Can you give me some tips? And first, I mean, I was so honored that she thought of me to come see me and ask these things. And then second, I thought, you know, I'm going to give her everything that I can because I know her and she is just such a incredibly genuine person that really believes in her work and really cares about, you know, her team that she's leading and overseeing the department that she has. And so, you know, some tips, you know, pass along that. But anytime, and I, I mentioned that in the blog that I just published that, you know, anytime you have a chance to mentor something and, and knowledge is too, is too valuable to keep to yourself, right? And so any chance that you have through a mentorship program, we have different mentorship programs at work. Even if somebody connects, you know, offline and, and wants to chat or, you know, you start that dialogue and, get a chance to talk to them, share some insights if they need help, anything like that. Don't pass those ideas or those opportunities up because you'll grow too because you're going to learn. Even if your intent is to help teach somebody something, you're going to get something out of it too. Chris, what's your favorite movie? <laughs> that would be the one and only Ghostbusters. I am talking uh, about uh, the original 1984 classic. Uh, I cannot think of a more perfect movie than that movie. It is just fantastic. I love it. It's a good one. <laughs> it is. It's it's amazing. And then the Star Wars. I love the Star Wars movies, the the saga there. But uh, Ghostbusters is just, I don't know how those guys did it. Hats off to those guys. How about your favorite musician or band? My musical tastes have changed a little bit as I've gotten older. Uh, I used to really love the band Seven Dust. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. They're a rock band. Uh, but I haven't really listened to them too much. But here's a fun fact. I don't know how fun it is, but it's a fact. But in my, <laughs> my office, and it's a well-known that I – so I love video games. I'm a gamer, right? At 37 years old, I'm still getting it done when I have a chance to fire up the PS4 or the Xbox One or anything like that. <laughs> and I love video game soundtracks, and I will listen to – I don't know if you got – like Mega Man is my favorite video game series of, of just like in the history of everything. I'm talking like it's an old like 80s from the NES system that they had. And so I will listen to pretty much constantly in my office old video game soundtracks. <laughs> And so I can't tell you who the composers are behind those tracks, but uh, I they they put me in such a good place because they jog good memories and stuff. And, you know, sometimes HR work can maybe get a little bit stressful here and there or whatever you're dealing with. So I always find that people walk in and they hear this and they're like, what the hell are you listening to? What is this? <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I, I really dig the video game soundtracks nowadays. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> that nerdy guy thing in my bio is is for that real. is that's like nerdy at a new level. I'm it's thinking, a new level. Um, listening to this, <laughs> and uh, you know, and I'm I am not a gamer at all. Yeah. <laughs> my husband bought well, it's a new Nintendo DS that you can plug in, and yeah. it's got all the games built into it. Right. And yes. he made me play the the Tesco <laughs> football game. Yeah, you said he made me. He, he yeah. forced me to play this game. 
Well, I lost like 70 to nothing. Really? Well, so, practice. You know, practice makes perfect. Some games are a little bit harder than others, I think. Well, they are. But the thing is that, that's, that I'm trying to get my brain around right here is that you're talking about listening <laughs> to the soundtracks. And so I'm thinking, you know, from the <laughs> 80s, Donkey Kong and yeah, Mario. And... Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, those 8-bit chip tunes. Uh, I, I encourage everyone here... If you want to get a feel for when you walk into my office, go like onto YouTube or something and just Google or search for uh, Mega Man soundtrack <laughs> and you will get a feel of what you hear when you walk into my office. Uh, I'm going to link to it. Chris, what's your favorite TV show? I don't know if I have a favorite show now. I, I watch the news a lot, which I promised myself growing up because my dad did the same thing and I hated watching the news all the time. <laughs> I would never do that, and I've become him. I have it on my TVs on MSNBC a lot, but uh, I don't have a real show that I like now, but uh, I don't know if you guys remember the show Chuck. Uh, did you guys ever watch that? Zach Green oh, yeah. was Oh, my God. I, I felt like I was friends with him. Yeah, I, I, when it went off the air, I was devastated. It was just a – so that's – and then uh, Married with Children. I don't know if you guys remember that, but that's mm. another – those two shows are in some serious competition for my favorite of all time. But I, I don't know that I have a real, real favorite one. Well, you know, one recently was, uh, I don't know if you guys thought it was Vice Principals on HBO. Danny McBride was on it. I don't know if you guys caught that. Mm -hmm. um, if you have HBO, check it out. I don't, it's kind of dark. It's like a black comedy, I guess. Like, a, uh, it's not, there's some dark humor in it, but check it out. Uh, by the end it's of it, Danny I, McBride. Danny McBride. <laughs> I looked back up when it ended and I thought, what the hell did I just watch? You know, because it's a. a <laughs> 12 episode series but um yeah check that one out that was pretty good for the most part well i would have to say going as i look over what we've been talking about we just did finish chuck again in our house we've been watching really watching, yeah it was on uh i think it's on amazon prime right now so we watched it there i see more married with children when i travel than should be humanly possible. <laughs> it seems like it's on at like 5.30 in the morning at every at TBS or somebody TBS, shows it at like that. 5, 5.30, 6.30. Beyond that, we share the geeky comic book stuff that we're not going to yes, get sir. into tonight. When you're not, you're not watching Ghostbusters or Chuck or listening to music, what else do you like to do outside of work? So my son, uh, I have a little boy for everybody uh, listening out there. He's five years old, Matthew. This age, honestly... I, I cannot get enough of him. It, it is his little personality. He just started kindergarten last week. Any time that I get to spend with him and just see, and just the stuff that he says, I, I don't know where it comes from. And sometimes I wonder where he heard it from. And God bless him. He's a Star Wars fan too. So uh, I've been trying to raise him right in that in that respect. <laughs> so he always wants to watch he's more into the clone wars now the the uh the series and uh, which is coming back throw a shout out for for that uh, series coming back but anytime i get to you know see what he's what he's up to and uh he uh, hopefully maybe he's going to be a little creator too cuz he sees all these kids on youtube that have their little toy shows that's all he watches and he doesn't even want like if he gets time to watch something he doesn't want to watch like Nickelodeon or Disney or anything anymore he wants to watch these kids that are doing their shows and some of them are actually pretty entertaining the parents do a good job putting it together and all this stuff so he wants to do his own thing now so we've been talking about how that would work so if you see a Matthew toy show come out here uh, in the future uh, give it a watch I'll throw a shot <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I love oh, spending goodness. time with him. But uh, I love writing. I've always loved writing. 
Yeah, just, just stuff like that. Uh, free time, especially when you have a little one, you guys are parents. Uh, it seems like free time doesn't come in, in, in uh, abundance anymore. Really try to make the most of it when I get it. Definitely. Chris, final question. Yeah. If you weren't practicing HR, what do you think you'd be doing? <laughs> I saw this question earlier, and I really tried to think about it, and I don't know why. But I, I like the I, I like performing as shy as I have been. I do like <laughs> performing. I, I, in high school, was in a, a play was the importance of being earnest. And, and from then, I thought, I really enjoy this because people seem like they're enjoying it and bringing a smile to people's faces. Why not? So maybe something in the creative space. Um even now, I've thought if I had free time, we have a local, like it's called the Riverfront Playhouse. I've even thought about maybe auditioning and doing like a small part just to be part of that. But maybe something like that. I'm not saying I would be a big time movie star if I wasn't doing HR, because if that could be happening, I would be doing that, <laughs> you know, and making 20 yeah. million. A picture. So I don't know, maybe something like that, but something definitely creatively. I, I would I would love to do something like that. Cool. Well, Chris, we're we're glad that you're not necessarily you're doing stuff creative, but thankfully in the HR world and not yes. outside of it, because then we wouldn't know you more than likely. And I'm better for knowing you. And, and I really appreciate the fact that you came on. I know this is your first time doing a podcast. It was great conversation. And yes. for those of our listeners that don't know you aren't following you right now, they're going to want to run out and sign up as soon as the show's over. What's the best way for them to reach you out there? Follow along on Twitter. Uh, it's Chris Orozco 72. And it's the same on Instagram, Chris Rosco 72 and you can uh, see all my nerdy pictures and all that good stuff on there. But uh, likewise to you guys, uh, I really have a huge amount of respect for what you guys have created here. And it's it, keep going, you guys. I, I love seeing it, and, and um, it's just going to make people's lives better. So hats off to you. I'm really grateful for the opportunity you guys are inviting me on and then uh, for your friendship most of all, you guys. Thank you. We oh, thank you, Chris. Put that in the show notes. Yes. Wendy, how about you? What's the best way for our listeners to reach you? Sure. Best way to reach me is always uh, on Twitter. I am Wendell93. Connect with just about everybody there. You're welcome to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, if you could drop a line, let me know how you found us. Or on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Please spell daily correctly with D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And also the fourth Sunday of each month, you'll find me on Twitter at 7 p.m. Eastern time following the HR Social Hour Twitter chat. How about you, John? You can always find me on Twitter. That's at John, J-O-N underscore Thurman, T-H-U-R-M-O-N-D. Happy to connect on LinkedIn. If you would personalize the invitation, I appreciate it. If you have a question or comment about the show or monthly chat, send us an email. It's Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook if you search the HR Social Hour. You'll find the show at hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Podchaser, hrpodcasters.com, Google Play, TuneIn, and Spotify. And as always, if you like what you hear, rate and review on whatever platform you use because it helps build the community and give us a bit more visibility out there. So again, Chris, thanks again for being with us tonight for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect. Give back and network. network. Take care, everyone. We'll see you soon.